Pro Wrestling Viewpoint with Mike Shea. And we are back with the rest of Pro Wrestling Viewpoint with Mike Shea. We're back after a couple weeks. We had a incredible hammering cancer event at Jumini Club last weekend. In Hamilton, in Ontario. In Hamilton, Ontario where we were able to raise over $4,000 for the Hampton Health Sciences at Jervinsky Cancer Center. Yep. It was a, uh, a lot of people coming out and showing their support and their caring in the community. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, we did have a an, um, tragic event where we did have a, a wrestler um, suffer a cardiac event and uh, later passed away. But his work was not done in vain. He had one hell of a match prior to the event, uh, prior to his issues. And uh, we're all thankful for him that he will be remembered as putting um, one of his best matches um, at the end of his career there. And being able to uh, do it for a good cause. So while it's been a, um, a rough week for the wrestling industry with uh, the passing of... Uh, Rob Rage Thompson. It uh, it's bittersweet. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know a lot of outpouring from a lot of different people. Um, you know nothing but good things to say about him. I mean, I I'd met him, and obviously prior to this show, I'd been at shows with him and spoke to him. I don't know if I ever worked on a show with him, but uh, you know when I met him, always been straightforward very meticulous true professional but i mean you take a look at his the way he was you could tell there's be that meticulous he took care of himself like he worked out all the time his gear looked top notch mm -hmm. you know he took pride in the way he worked and everything else so he, he came off as a true professional wrestler yeah, right? yeah he was one that you you knew that he was somebody yeah. right when he walked in the room he had that presence yeah right and so when he cut went through that curtain and with the swagger and the talk on the mic and the ability to be able to draw attention to himself yeah, and just be the, the focal point to get the heat, get the attention from the fans, elicit the emotion from the fans. You yeah. know, everything that I read this week on online um, with regards to what kind of person he was in the locker room, he was a person that any organization would have been ecstatic to have. Yeah. Because he was a give your uh, shirt off your back type guy, yeah, right. And so the wrestling community did lose a uh, a true legend when it comes to the independent world of wrestling. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, first time I saw him was uh, out on the reserve here, Six Nations. Uh, he was wrestling Rhino. That was the first time I ever saw him. Uh, it was a good match. I'm like, the hell is this guy? Because I hadn't seen him before. Mm -hmm. And the match, and it wasn't like Rhino was carrying... You can tell when somebody's carrying you through a match, when you see an Al Snow or some of those legends, and they bring a guy through a match. He was right in there. You know, and it was like... And I asked, uh, who was I with there? I can't remember who I was with. And I'm like, who is this guy? And they're like, oh, Rob Rage. Uh, and I... Th that's... Hunter was young. Connor was young. It had to be 10 years ago. So that's got to be some of his first, like within his first year or so. And he did well. Had the size. He looked like a wrestler. That's right. You know, like you said, he looked like, I thought they brought him in from the States or somewhere to 
to work the match because it was uh, it was uh, CCW, I believe it was that brought him in and uh, that had that show. And I thought it was like I said because I was like, and they said, oh no, he just he's newer, and I'm like, holy shit, right? Yeah. And, but that's the thing; it's all about young wrestlers can learn from that. It's all the way you present yourself. People will spend $20, $30 to see Rage wrestle because he looks like a star. He looked like a star. He acted like a star. He carried himself professionally. Young guys, yeah, hit the gym, act like that. Show up dressed appropriate. Like, were you there when he showed up? Mm-hmm. You know, button-up shirt yeah. and that kind of thing. You know, like, you know, uh, I think it was dress pants and yeah. that kind of, like, he he made, you know, like I always mention how Don Callis says, you got to be a star. That's right. You got to make people want to spend that money on you. If you come in looking like crap, nobody wants to spend money on that. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you, like, I guess I'll just finish it off like and you had said you, the guy was a pro. So, yep, 100%. Yep, he will be missed, and uh, you know we're all better for having him in our, our promotions and our lives. Yeah, I want to send our condolences out to his uh, to the friends and family. Anybody listening to that, this that knows him listening to the show. That, uh, you know, we're sending our condolences out. Indeed. Switching gears, uh, move on to TNA. Scott Demore had a recent interview talking about the possibility of CM Punk returning to TNA Impact Wrestling. Uh, His quote is saying, It's no secret that uh, uh, CM Punk was backstage the day after Bound for Glory. That's nothing new. He said, but... um, He was also here earlier in the year when he was under contract at uh, AEW and uh, was getting ready for the debut of Collision and we had a pretty open door policy. If you come by and visit, as long as you're respectful to our crew, you'll be respected and he was a pleasure to have around. So the possibility that he would be here in the future, you never know. Is there a place for a veteran talent with senior talent in the TNA wrestling? Of course. You know, the value can't be understated of a good senior veteran talent right now with name recognition and drawability as well. Door is always open, and well, again, it's Scott Demore. He he's known for what he did in BCW, and he's turned TNA around. Yeah. Or sorry, Impact Wrestling, which is coming back in January as TNA. Well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, here's a guy, and you can see the difference. Who runs the ship in TNA Impact? We know. Mm-hmm. He's not glad handing anybody. And then once again, we've got somebody else who's been around the wrestling business a very long time. Yes. And what did he have to say about Punk? There's another guy saying, no problems, the guy's all right. You know, and he, and he didn't have to be. That's right. Yeah, it's, uh, again, taking a look at somebody from a professional level and uh, taking a look at the value that they add to the organization. Well, and it, it comes down, I mean, when Tony Khan was buying his wrestlers and putting together his little wrestling league, like, and I say it condescendingly because it's just so ridiculous. He hires all these guys. And he wants to be the brains of it, you know, but he doesn't, he, just because you fantasy booked stuff and on that fire pro or whatever the hell shit he said he was doing, <laughs> yep. that doesn't mean crap, no. you know, uh, you've got to know what to do and how to handle it and how to run a show, how a show is put together. There's, there, you, you've seen how we put shows together, how we build it. Mm-hmm. You know, and the way they put matches together, it doesn't make sense. It's just, I mean, if he, when he was buying guys, he should have called Scott Demore. That's right. He's already got Don Callis. Take those guys, bring them over, because look what they did in TNA. 
You know, if you're if you're starting to buy guys, that was your opportunity. But I mean, I think Demore is lo- very loyal, and I think he's he knows when it comes to Anthem, that's his best opportunity. And right now, with the rebuild, and you've got Will Osprey and CM Punk and these other guys that are now free agents, could you imagine if, if Anthem threw out some money and picked up four or five of those guys? Well, that's just it. Well, that was always the problem with Impact is, is the purse strings, right? They're, they're held way too tight, and they don't have the opportunity to be able to, to have big names being signed. Right, yep. they got some of these smaller names and smaller WWE guys that came on at a much cheaper price, but at some point you either have to shoot a guy off the pot. Yeah. Right. So you're gonna have to spend the money to make the money. So spend a little extra money, so that you know you get the name recognition, the brand, and the build from a CM Punk or Drew Calloway if he doesn't resign his contract with WWE, which I'm hearing rumors that he's already resigned. Who is it? Sorry, who? Drew. Oh, Drew Gell. Yeah. Right. So well, who knows? This goes back, remember WCW. Mm-hmm. Everybody talks about Bischoff. That he, uh, all the money he started making, he had them making money. Because he made them pay for the product like they would for anything else. Right. Now, if Anthem was actually putting money, not just money, but because they're the parent company, but they still, as a TV, it's a separate entity. That's right. Access now paying, and it comes from, you know, one bank account to their one, you know, they, they'd be making some money. That's right. And... You you know if they take that little that little bit of money because like I said how did Bischoff turn it around oh well we need money well okay well you need to start paying for it and then you got Hall Nash et cetera et cetera et cetera et cetera et cetera right. and threw it together and I mean and that's the thing and then like I said Scott Thor- Scott Demore is going to make this um I I think he, I think there's something planned maybe I'm just a foolish optimist <laughs> because the way he's saying about they're turning it back to TNA. They're doing this. Well, the They're swagger d- that he had, if you saw the promo of him in the ring saying TNA is back and yes. dropping the mic. Yeah. That's 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 pretty ballsy. And it's not 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 necessarily a an act, but you can you can almost tell when somebody is is putting on a, a performance. Yeah. That to me seemed really genuine. That's right. Right? Or or, so the, or they should get eyes, or he should get an Oscar. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, he needs to move to Hollywood and really get a, a good movie deal. But yeah. you know, when I when I saw that, you really believed that he is believing that they're going to take that next step and they're going to be possibly that number two. Because let's face it, it's not going to take an awful lot of investment for TNA to unseat AEW. I don't care how good uh, Christian is. I don't care how good uh, edges or MJF are Moxley, but, blah, blah, if, blah, blah, but blah. if you're not going to put a consistent product together and have something right? compelling, like look at this past week's numbers for NXT, they came within. Actually, I think they beat both uh, Rampage and Collision combined. Okay, well, no matter what shots you want to take at NXT, they are still quote unquote the farm team. Yeah, they're the right. So if you're too non-main programs but still important programs for your main roster can't even beat you're using top guys on those shows exactly i think that's what you're trying to say and yeah you're using your top guys on these shows and you're now not beating the trainees that's right and i'm like well because it was saturday night okay yeah because okay saturday night and friday night all right well this is on a tuesday night so so what well their their latest opportunity to uh, as we swing over to aew to move things up a notch is sign 
Ric Flair, baby. Oh, AEW signs a guy who is wanting to die in the ring. I do not want to see this man in a ring again unless he's going to talk. But even then, he's getting to a point where, you know, it's nice to see him for platitudes and that. But there's enough talent out there that I don't need that. My nostalgia gets less and less each time. It's kind of like Tony Khan's, I got a major announcement this week, right? Every time, it's a little bit less. The problem is with, with Ric Flair is that just Father Time did does you, it to all of us, right? You, sorry, not, not that sidetrack and digress. Did you see his new what his new major announcement was? Oh, it was, it was another... Was it a Mexican star? Or? No, no. Tickets were going on sale for Wembley. That was his oh, major God. announcement. I believe it was, and I'm like, that's right. I'm like, because honestly, I, you know, I've watched TNA or um, yep, AEW since how long? Yes, and I haven't watched it in weeks. Yeah, nothing makes me want to watch it. No, again, it's you all know? about consistency in the product. But anyways, uh, the contract that uh, Ric Flair signed is a multi-year deal, and apparently will be paid by Woo Energy, yeah. the exclusive new drink of AEW. They're 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 Randy savaging them. Apparently they are. I guess they're they're paying for everything, so it's not costing Tony a dime. Well, it'll be interesting to see who uh, the uh, other. So they also announced another uh, exclusive deal with uh, Sega. So it'll be interesting to see if that's going to be an Adam Cole, baby. Sega, yeah. <laughs> and his video gaming. I gotta go stream. play some Sonic. That's right. <laughs> While he's injured, yeah. but um, so yeah, his contract will be paid by uh, Wu Energy for the majority of it. Um, it will be interesting to see where he is going to be because um, they have the poster out for Collision and he is front and center. And I'm like, oh dear God, you know, I'd rather have Sting out there front and center. As much as I love Ric Flair, Sting's still young enough that he can talk on the mic better than Flair consistently, right? Yeah, you get your, 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 your dribs and your drabs and your opportunities with Flair. But on a consistent basis, no, thank you. That's like having, it's like having Jim Ross. Right? I love Jim Ross, but with his contract expiring with AEW, uh, I hope that he just says, you know what, I've had a good run. I heard today he's taking time off. Yeah, he was taking time off to heal himself because of yeah. the treatment he had for the cancer. Cancer's gone, but the treatment burned. Has, has burned his body. Yeah, yeah. Right, so he's got to heal that up. So I'd much rather see him enjoy the spoils of his his uh, labor. And be able to say, you know what? I had a good run. I, think I had a great likes, run. I think he likes being around there. And somebody made a point. Sure. That it, to me, I would I would bring him in. He has so much office experience. Mm -hmm. Why would you not utilize him? But, I mean, they had Stephen Regal and didn't utilize what he had to either. So, I mean, it's like, no, I want to be the smartest listen. guy in the room. Unless That's Tony Khan is willing to listen, which yep. he has not been willing to do for the what? What are we at? Year five now? Coming into year five? Coming up to year five, yeah. Um, your five-year plan has been a failure. Yeah. Right. If his five-year plan was to be a competitor to WWE, nope, not even close. Sure, there is a quote-unquote a bidding war going to happen in 2024, but the thing is, Daddy's got all this money. It's not going to cost AEW anything. They're not going to go bankrupt. Yeah. But at some point, Daddy's going to say, "I'm not getting a return on my investment. These guys are done." Yeah. There was a. There was a thing I saw, I think it was today, I only had a brief second look at it, and they analyzed how, actually, AEW's lost money. Sure they have. Of course they have. I mean, well, Number of people they have on contract? 150 guys on a contract, not including everything else. I mean, you know, where you had today, WWE's made some cuts. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, last week they got rid of some talent that they weren't using. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they got rid of people in regards, like in the back doing stuff, like say produ- production, whatever, because they've got UFC guys. Yeah, duplication of efforts. You know, yeah. I mean, you can't. Why we? Why waste the money? No, absolutely. And they said it's going to save them seventy or eighty billion. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right. I mean, it makes sense, right? Oh, of and, course. And uh, crap, what were we talking about? I can't remember. What, um, oh, Tony Khan. Yes. Yes. So. He wants to be the smartest guy in the room. Mm-hmm. Now, with the, IPW, my company, when it comes to hiring people, I always hire guys that are smarter than me when they do that. Because if not, I can do it myself. Mm-hmm. I hired you because production, video, music, the meticulous, that kind of stuff. You know it. Mm-hmm. More than me. So why wouldn't I hire... you got to hire guys that know more than you. Absolutely. You know, um, you hire video guys. They got to know more than me. Hire web guys. More than me. Like, yeah. you, you have you to that. have... And then you, you lead them to make the product. Exactly. And But Tony wants to be, like I said, the smartest guy in the room. And He wants to know, be the king. And that's it. And wants to keep getting Dave Meltzer's five stars and his Booker of the Seven Year. Seven and a half stars. Yeah, Booker of the Year, blah, blah, blah. I mean, really, Booker of the Year? Like, there's no way Hunter should not get that this year because between the Bloodline and Judgment Day and all that other Imperium. stuff they got going on, Imperium, uh, what's his name, Paul? Um, uh, Jake Paul? Or yeah. Logan Paul, Logan sorry. Paul. Yes, I knew I US get, champion. I get those two mixed up all the time. <laughs> and, you know, stuff like that. And, oh, today, Logan Paul uh, said he retired from boxing, eh? That's right. So you can focus so, on WWE. Yeah. Which is fantastic. News. Which is, I mean... <laughs> he has done so much in his short-term career, just to segue into yeah, WWE yeah. for just a quick sec, but uh, from a cross-entertainer uh, to move and become so integral. We've seen it before with Bad Bunny. We've seen it with other stars, Mr. T, way back in the 80s, right? You never saw someone like Logan Paul or even Bad Bunny where they've come in taken such a interest in it put such an effort behind yeah. it yeah that they put on an opportunity that i could see wrestlemania being logan paul versus bad bunny wouldn't Maybe. that be a big draw yeah, yeah right because both guys have put the time in have the name brand recognition and i'll, I'll and give the credibility there and i'll give logan paul even more because i think he's very passionate about where more so than, you know, uh, the way he was talking about it. He goes, I want to do this full time. I want to, you know, and the stuff that I've seen, it's like, holy crap for a guy, not even a year in the business. Well, look at the match you have with, uh, with, uh, Ricochet, Ricochet. Those matches are are legendary. But the fact is that the match he was in with Ray Mysterio, there was a problem with the, the jump that Ray did off that middle rope. He was doing that. He was trying to do the the moonsault. Sorry. The thing that the 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 lion tamer, right. Or the lion, lion salt. Which broke that move like that? Broke somebody's neck. That broke uh, what's his name's neck in Japan. Yeah. Um, you know he's he's um, oh, I'm trying to remember the name of the guy. Damn it, he just passed away, I believe. Yeah. But anyways, he but, saved him. But that's the thing. That kid, and he he knew enough to he knew enough to grab him, and and I was like, somebody posted something that I was like. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm like, what the heck is he? What it's, the heck? What are they? What is that? And then when I watched it, because I actually I watched it, and I was like, holy shit, he saved him. Yep. So. Well, the fact that he was able to lunge forward enough to be able to catch him, and save him from landing on his neck, hmm. right? Uh, but the fact that 
And again, it doesn't matter whose fault it was, whether he was too far or, or, or Ray was was... jumped too short, right? Regardless of the fact, they took care of each other. Well, this right? is... A, sorry, and this is the thing, because we'll, let's talk about fans. Mm -hmm. fan, a fan, because, I mean, they have so much knowledge about how to work a match. Mm -hmm. uh, Logan Paul was too far. Uh, no, he was where he was set. If you saw where Ray set him up, yep, he was where he was. He just didn't get enough spring off the rope. Mm -hmm. And it's like, stop talking. Okay. Yes. I usually like fans, but this week, listening to their bullshit... I swear to Christ Almighty. It's like, just shut up already. You yep. don't know shit about shit. Yes, you, you know? You're truly proving to be marks. You know, well, and I hate using that yes, term. I you know, know how I've said that a number of times. You know how I hate But you it. had your chalk out this week. I used, my, <laughs> I used that term a few times this week because stop talking about crap you do not know. Yes. Like, uh, you know, they said, I'm like, Paul saved him. He didn't move back. He did. He was where he set him. If you watch the match, and I, when I watch it, because somebody posted something, I'm like, what? What are they talking about? So I watch him, like, ooh, that's what broke. And I, for the life of me, I can't remember his name. Yes. He teamed, he teamed with, uh, against Sabu and Van Dam and ECW with, uh, with uh, what's his name? The dude that used to have the tattoos on in WWE. Hakushi? Um, huh? Hakushi? Hakushi, yes. And it was him, and I can't remember his name, for the life of me. And, um, he broke his neck doing that. Right. He saved him. And it takes a lot to see that to be able to. But, you know, I'm not a big Paul fan either of them. Like with some of the stuff I've heard seen. But he's doing great at wrestling. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what he did there, that takes a lot of uh, in-ring um, knowledge. Yes. You know, sorry, we got digre we, no, we digressed okay. for a minute. But, but I mean, but but see, and that's the thing is the way they do things in WWE compared to AEW. They utilize these people to get the mainstream media, mainstream media, but the mainstream fans. Yes. Yes, the you know you you always look out for the hardcore fans, and you want to because you you but they aren't the, your bread and butter. Yeah. You know, I mean, you don't shit on them, but you you need to realize there's there's a bigger thing out there, and and if you take a look at. Uh, I think it was um, Bobby, is either Bill Watts and Bobby Heenan, or or sorry, Bill Watts and Jim Cornette, or Bobby Heenan and Jim Cornette, and they were talking about it, and 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 Cornette talks about the 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 fan bases to a small thing about the size of a baseball to something a little bit bigger, like the size of a volleyball, to yeah. a, and then up to a basketball, and that kind of thing, you know, and and it, it makes sense, and that's what you have to um, focus on. Because you want to get your biggest, reach your biggest crowd. Exactly. So, and speaking of uh, making your uh, your biggest crowd, uh, Bunny is no longer part of the AEW roster. Um, she was known as Cherry Bomb on the independent circuit. Yes, Ali Bunny Cherry yeah. Bomb. Yeah, Cherry Bomb here in Ontario. Yeah, uh, her husband, uh, who's known as the Blade in AEW, is um, formerly known as. Oh, geez, I just Pepper, saw Pepper, Pepper Parks. Parks. Yes. yes, we had him in the 2009 at an IPW show. Yeah. We used him before any of you knew him. That's right. <laughs> and uh, so him and his partner are still listed on the AEW website. So we'll see if uh, they are part of the roster cuts going forward because they are getting heavier and heavier on the AEW content. And their contract's coming to an end, I think. Yeah. So lots of, lots of contracts coming up and there'll be a lot yeah. of cost cutting. Well, you know what? This is the thing. People go, oh my God, they're like... Every guy that leaves AEW, WWE, or whatever, TNA has an opportunity, MLW, mm -hmm. GCW, 
there's another number of companies or, you know, New Japan has, has that opportunity to get, they can go there, you know, where, where I think say WWE or, you know, New Japan has a way of making stars out of all kinds of people. Like when it comes to, um, I mean, the guys they brought over from the States that didn't have a value here. They made money off them at Tokyo Dome, Tokyo well, exactly. Dome look at, shows. Look know? at Mike Awesome. Yeah. Right. He just he became a monster, right? He became a monster over in, in, yeah, in Big Japan, Japan Pro Wrestling. He was he was a huge star, you know. Uh, I mean, and that's the thing. They they got Benoit. He was in he was in WCW and that before he be, be, mm-hmm. had that big run. He went over to Japan, and then they're like, "Oh, he's actually pretty good." It's like, well, thanks. Helen Keller could have seen that. You know what I mean? Just because he wasn't, you know, six foot eight and 290 pounds, but he was sure. tremendous. You know, Eddie Guerrero, same kind of thing. Yeah. You know, he was over here in Mexico and had some crossover shows. They didn't see a value in them. And then, then he went over there as Black Tiger, right? Mm-hmm. So. Well, as we were talking about uh, Tony Khan's inability to make money, uh, reports are servicing that he had an opportunity last year to get on the C-Dub. Yes. And with all the drama that's unfolded in the last uh, 48, 72 hours with TNA, sorry, with uh, WWE NXT as of uh, uh, October 2024, taking NXT live on the C-Dub, uh, that deal was apparently supposed to be NWAs. But a spot with them doing cocaine had uh, fans complaining about not wanting to see that content yeah with jim mitchell that's a hell of an angle eh? that's gonna make that's gonna draw fans mm-hmm. yeah you know you know what next ibw show that's right i'll we, do the cocaine we need <laughs> to have we need to have guys doing, doing cocaine because that's apparently what sells wrestling that's right god damn billy corgan who is letting you decide this shit i know it's your money to piss away but you just pissed away 20 to 25 million dollars for a TV show. You keep talking about money and needing an influx of cash and that it was right there, but you thought, and he pushed it. I read, he pushed to have that spot on the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. You pushed to have a spot on the pay-per-view that just pissed away 25 million bucks. What is wrong with you? Well, exactly. So the, Oh, I'm sorry. That's part of his vision, a vision, a vision of drug use and bad guy versus bad guy. That's his vision for a wrestling show. Yeah. It makes me want to watch it. Well, unfortunately, uh, Billy Corgan's leadership is, is being called into question now. There's a lot of people who are getting very frustrated with his uh, inability to be available uh, to do a any reasonable leadership. You know what? Just after I put him over last week, what he, what he said about Meltzer and all that other stuff, and, I, and then he does something stupid like this. Well, it wasn't going to take long. <laughs> but apparently he still has uh, two top 20 TV stations that are still willing to do a contract with him. So. Well, he says that, that those... Top twenty. That was CW. He goes. It was. It was a. We're we're gonna have two shows on a top top twenty TV station. That was mm-hmm. CW. Well, now we'll see where the night. Now, now see where that goes. That's true or not? But uh, you know, unfortunately. Why didn't CW get TNA on there or Impact? Well, so Tony Khan had the opportunity to do it. Yeah. He was given the opportunity to meet with an official with CW last year and actually rejected it, yeah. thinking that he was gonna be able to get more money out of it. By having the the dynamite number contract being renewed for tw- or um, updated in twenty twenty four, he's how you're going to cash in. It'd be a better package deal. It's like, well, they already said they weren't interested in Ring of Honor, yeah. you know. And and there was a thing they he spoke to him in uh, California, yes, uh, in two thousand and two, and he said, "No thanks." 
2020. Or was it 20? Or sorry, 2022. Yeah, sorry. And it was like, what? Why? Why would you ever give that up? Exactly. He could have just signed a two-year deal, brought it to 2024, had it ended almost around the same time. Sign the contract, go to the same time that that, and then all the rates come due at the same time. Exactly. You know, I mean, that's not rocket science, right? So here's my dream. We now have Vince McMahon has sold, I think it was 20% of his TKO stock. 35. 35%. It wound up being 35%. 35%. As per Bob uh, Kapar from Slam Wrestling. Yeah. So that equates to just under $700 million. Yes. Wouldn't it be nice if, you know, he had a non-compete clause and ended up buying NWA from Billy Corgan <laughs> or being his silent backer? I don't know if he would because he'd be like, okay, Billy. Yeah. You're, you're he'd, a, want yeah. he'd want to be in control, right? Of course he would. So, and I mean, well, in that case, I would rather take anything Vince McMahon would do over what I've seen <laughs> coming from Billy Corgan. I mean... <laughs> You know, this is true, but with the the recent um, news uh, article that came out with regards to TKO's um, expectation of risk management and Vince McMahon being, I think, a top three item, <laughs> he was two of the top three. You yeah, know, uh, unfortunately, that's uh, that's going to play heavy on a publicly traded stock, right? Yeah. So when you have that happening, you don't know when they're going to uh, pull the trigger on that parachute. Because they know they have a, a buyout clause available, that if um, he does something stupid, he can walk out the door, but he has to pay a price, right? So, well, that's it. It's uh, he's gonna sell that. He still has money coming in from it. He may not be the CE, not CEO. The what's he? Chairman. Chairman of the chairman board. Chairman of the board. No longer chairman. But he's still gonna get. He's still gonna get money. Mm-hmm. Um. And between, like, how much did he get? Remember when we did the, uh, I can't remember because I, did, I didn't, I, I erased all our things about how much he made from the sale. Because he got a, so he got the money that he made from the sale. Yeah. And then this, I mean, he's, a, he's feasibly a billionaire. Yes. Because he got a bonus for selling. And then he got the money from sell. He, he has the money. So, so he, oh my God, he's got a shitload of cash sitting there. Who knows? I mean, if there's no, well, if uh, Ari Emanuel doesn't have a non-compete, he could just start his own thing, like That's he did true. the XFL or any of the other stuff. But at least he'd be doing something that he knows, just as long as he keeps his hands off creative. So That'll never happen. And with the crown jewel, him uh, being out there in Saudi Arabia, saying, this is the new home of WWE, hey, take NWA to Saudi Arabia and take that deal away from WWE. Yeah, well, that's the thing. If you kind of piss off Vince McMahon, he has a way of... Because they played him like a fiddle. Sure they did. He came in with a minority uh, shareholder, whatever, and... It's getting more minor by the day. They're like, well, you're not going to be getting blah, 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 blah. So, like, you're not... uh, We're going to do this, and... mm, Yeah, and in the contract... I mean, these guys aren't idiots. They've got that lock, stock, and barrel. They need to get rid of somebody they can they wouldn't have signed that deal if they didn't have that. I know you're an issue with this and you're an issue with that. They did what they had to do, and now they've now they've got a company that's worth nine nine billion dollars. So exactly. Well, as we always say. Well, actually, it's more now because it was nine. Was it eight or nine billion just for WWE, right? Yeah. And so now with with the yeah, with the, with TKO with uh, Endeavor UFC and that it's got to be worth what twenty twenty billion exactly close to it. And as we always say, if you have an opportunity, take an, an independent wrestling show, support your local promoters, your local talent. You've been listening to Pro Wrestling Viewpoint with Mike Shea.